Twas the night before Ghoulsmiss and all through the camp were the sounds of a story told by Crispy, that scamp. Johnny fixed bucket and Atlas marked maps. Dave watched Sterling cook while Shoban organized her pack. We called it Ghoulsmiss, Crispy said with glee. The day where you get things and give them to me. Johnny looked on. His eyes were alight. With a wide happy smile, he'd already taken this bite. Oh, I love Ghoulsmiss, said Johnny, delighted. Shoban, however, did not seem excited. We just give you stuff? What's the point of that? She said with a grimace and flipped up her hat. <laughs> this sounds like bullshit, she said with a scoff. Crispy just smirked and brushed her doubt off. It started in the ash flats, so you wouldn't know. It's celebrated every year on the first day it snows. That doesn't sound right, said Sterling as he stirred their food pot and took a quick taste to assure it was hot. It sounds like Christmas, Sterling resumed, but instead of everyone getting gifts, I just give them to you. All right, you caught me, Crispy winked his eye. Everyone gets gifts from the big man in the sky. That's preposterous, Atlas grumbled and spoke. A man in the sky, you're just blowing smoke. It's true, Crispy insisted, pointing to the stars. He delivers the gifts using his flying car. Johnny just nodded and moved to defend. I know it's true, he said to support his dear close friend. Johnny, listen, Shoban began. Crispy's just pulling your leg. Don't you understand? Johnny just stared. His eyebrow was cocked. Well, sure he is. He's helping me take off my socks. That's not what she meant, Sterling explained. Well, he tried. By the way, do you like your eggs boiled or fried? Sterling returned to cooking their meal. As Crispy continued, refueled with zeal. His name is St. Cola, Crispy described. He was a mascot for Nuka-Cola, which wasn't a lie. Each first day of snow, he flies through the air, delivering gifts with love and with care. And a shitty one, too. Joban replied while Atlas just stewed. For once I agree with this raider whelp. Atlas replied, though it didn't help. I'm not a raider! Joban snapped back. Crispy intervened, preventing an attack. Everybody chill. Crispy tried to soothe. You're putting a damper on my Ghoulsmith's good mood. Crispy continued to describe Ghoulsmith's day. St. Cola drives a Corvega instead of a sleigh. He drives to your chimney and drops you your gifts before revving his engine and gaining some lift. I'm done with your nonsense. I'm going to bed. Atlas explained and laid down his head. If all you're going to do is spout fluff, then don't bother me anymore. I've had enough. Suit yourself. That's more soup for us, Crispy replied and held out his cup. Dave pushed his way forward, knocking Crispy below, and demanded his food with an angry, Hello! A scuffle ensued, though nothing too rough, and Dave was served last, his aggression rebuffed. Sterling scooped out and served them the food, and a full belly helped them all calm their moods. The night went on quietly, the crew went to bed, while Sterling kept watch at the wastelands ahead. That's when he saw the first flakes of snow. Sterling just chuckled. <laughs> well, what do you know? A moment soon passed when all through the night, an explosion was heard and bathed the wasteland in light. 
Sterling's eyes darted up and alert. Incoming fire! Everyone hit the dirt! The crew was awake as fire flew through the sky and crashed into the ground outside and nearby. What the hell was that? Crispy exclaimed, when out in the distance was light from the flames. Dave was the first to get up with his gun and kicked down the door and started to run. Hello! Dave cried as he ran towards the fire. The crew followed after, their curiosities inspired. The crew prepared, they got equipped and suited. Guns were loaded as bucket rebooted. The crew chased after their odd balding friend. They were all nervous and couldn't pretend. The flames faltered and lowered, glowing with light, revealing what crashed from the sky in the night. Is that a car? Johnny concerned and confused. It sure is, said Crispy, and a Corvega too. You must be joking, Atlas bemoaned. I'm losing my mind, he said with a groan. How the hell did that happen? Shoban questioned. Perhaps, said Johnny. It's a madman's invention. Suddenly the car's door opened wide, and out stepped the man who seemed to own this ride. No way, it can't be, Crispy just stammered while slapping his face. I must be hammered. A hefty man stepped into the light of the fire, with a belly rotund like a large tractor tire. Sterling stepped forward and looked like a ghost, for he recognized the driver the most. General Taft? Sterling just wheezed. But you're dead! His stomach in knots, ready to heave. Oh no, my boy. The fat man replied, Why, I'm good St. Cola, and I seem to have fallen from the sky. <gasps> You're the St. Cola? Shoban gasped. Crispy stood scowling, and Sterling collapsed. There seems to be a problem with my Corvega's engine. The elves must have skipped on their safety inspection. Oh, I can help. Johnny volunteered, trusting this man was who he appeared. Ah, Johnny Windsor, a very good boy. St. Cola boasted, with pride and with joy. You know my name? Johnny was shocked. Of course I do. It's on my nice list back at the shop. St. Cola trundled around the hood. When he popped it, he said, Well, this isn't good. My engine is cracked, right down the middle. St. Cola exclaimed and made his belly jiggle. Don't worry, we can fix this, Johnny assured. Atlas shook his head. This is truly absurd. A plan was made when Sterling recovered, and St. Cola convinced them to help one another. Johnny and Atlas went to search for an engine, while Sterling and Shoban lifted the suspension. Crispy, Bucket, and Dave were assigned to keep guard, as the monsters in the waste stirred from afar. The task they pursued took the course of an hour, as the snow fluttered down in a gentle white shower. Johnny found an engine, and Atlas hauled it back, while Crispy, Bucket, and Dave dissuaded attacks. Shoban and Sterling fixed the car's chassis, and shined it up good, shiny and classy. With the whole crew helping, the job went by quick. Johnny and St. Cola fixed the engine as the ground grew quite slick. With the turn of his key and a wink of his eye, St. Cola turned the ignition with the car ready to fly. Wait, St. Cola bellowed. My headlights are shattered. Atlas was annoyed. Why does that matter? As I fly through the night, through the dark and the snow, with no headlights to guide me, I won't know where to go. 
activating lights. Bucket beeped and droned, and turned on his floodlight, a long shining cone. Why, that would be perfect! St. Cola was delighted. Why don't you come with me? The fat man invited. Before Bucket could answer, Johnny removed his treads, and Atlas replaced the passenger seat with Bucket instead. If Bucket could groan, he certainly would. Fine, I'll do it. Just drop me from 100 feet after if you could. I promise your friend we'll be back in the morning, St. Cola explained while the engine was warming. But before I go, you're all on my list. So let me open my trunk and give you your gifts. With the flick of his wrist, St. Cola opened his trunk and pulled several gifts from his pile of junk. The crew gathered round and waited their turn to see what gifts their actions had earned. For Crispy Redner, a fresh pizza pie. Crispy accepted his gift happily, tears of joy in his eye. For Mr. Atlas, a copy of Moby Dick. Atlas was pleased. I've always wanted to read this. For good old Dave, a pound of jerky made from actual beef. Dave stuffed it all in his mouth. His snacking was brief. For Davy Sterling, a clean poncho liner. A new Wobie! Sterling gasped. That could be nothing finer. For you, Shoban Haid, a new Bowie knife. Oh, it's so sharp! Shoban squealed with delight. And now for Johnny Windsor, at the top of my nice list. Since you've been so good, your gift must be the nicest. St. Cola dug deep in his pile of junk, thumping and bumping as he searched through the trunk. With a heave and a grunt, St. Cola hauled out the gift. It was a small metal box with Nuka-Cola written on the lid. As Johnny opened the box, it glowed light blue. What could it be? Johnny already knew. A Nuka-Cola Quantum! Johnny's whisper was quiet, a drink he desired but had yet to try it. With a chuckle and laugh, St. Cola got in the car. I'll bring your robot back, so don't stray too far. The engine revved up and flames spit from the back as Bucket's light split through the white and the black. St. Cola and Bucket drove into the sky, astounding Atlas the most. He truly could fly! St. Cola laughed out his window and bellowed, Merry Christmas to all, my jolly good fellows! And so the crew went back to their shelter to rest, all feeling that this night was the best. The gifts they'd received they desired for years. For some of our crew, it drove them to tears. The crew went to sleep, knowing they'd be safe, and that their friend Bucket wouldn't be out too late. Crispy spoke while drifting off and feeling quite mellow. Merry ghouls, miss to all, my jolly good fellows. Hellos, hellos, hellos. Wasteland Active Radio is created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and J. Wilson, brought to you by the record button. The roles of the narrator, Crispy, Bucket, and Saint Cola are played by Mr. Wilson. The roles of Atlas, Sterling, and Dave are played by Mr. Hagen. The role of Johnny is played by B. Sewick, and the role of Shoban is played by B. Egestall. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by ZeniMax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your continued support. We here at Wasteland Active Radio would also like to wish all of our dear listeners a very merry ghoulsmas. 
Your support means a lot to us. Thank you so much. Something... Something's wrong. Wake up. Wake up! <coughs> oh, what the fuck is that smell? Oh, is that gas? <coughs> oh. Oh. Hello? Hello? <coughs> oh, my head. My stomach, my whole body feels like it's on fire. <coughs> oh, air. Can't breathe. <coughs> oh. We gotta, we gotta move. Of all the places to sleep. Uh, it's, oh, it's definitely gas. Uh, methane? No, it's... What? Oh, God, I can't focus. Oh, I'm just glad we're okay. Hello? Hello? Why didn't anybody notice the gas when we first went in? How could we have been so foolish? Uh -huh. What's this? Moby Dick? Where did this come from? Guys, did we eat pepperoni last night? Hello? Where'd you get that jerky, Dave? That doesn't quite look like Brahmin jerky. And, and where did this wooby come from? What the hell is a wooby? Whoa! Whose badass knife is this? Uh, guys? My urine is glowing. And where's Bucket? It's not fair. He told me that fall would kill me. Maintenance required. What are you talking about, Bucket? What the hell happened last night? 